Welcome back for this month's episode of Lymphedema Podcast. As most of you know, I am the founder and director for Camp Watch Me, the one and only summer camp in the United States for children and their families who have lymphedema. And every year, I really like to do a highlight episode to just talk about the impact from that summer on everyone who attended. So joining me today is Brittany Williams, and she is the founder and CEO of Bryland's Feet Foundation. Brittany, welcome back to the podcast. Thank you so much for having me. So can you go ahead and introduce yourself in case this is someone's first time finding the podcast um, as a resource for their child who has lymphedema? So as you mentioned, I am the founder of Bryland's Feet Foundation. Um, I launched the nonprofit in 2018. Um, in honor of my daughter, Brylin, she was born with infant onset primary lymphedema. Um, and she was diagnosed when she was 11 months old, kind of through her, the process of her getting diagnosed and then seeing all the complications that came with, um, getting access to treatment in our own personal journey. And then hearing from other families all over the world, really, I want to do to do something to give back. And so in 2018, I launched Violent Sweet Foundation, and we are the first and only nonprofit in the world specific to pediatric lymphedema. So I want to piggyback off of that because we're going to talk about how you and I work together. So I'm going to kind of, I don't usually introduce myself on the podcast, but I'm going to introduce myself a little bit in case this is also the first time someone is listening and looking for a resource for their child who has lymphedema, or if they're a young adult who has lymphedema. I started the podcast back in 2019. I've been a lymphedema therapist since 2016. And it was in a podcast interview that someone actually brought up the idea to me of a camp in Italy. And I don't know the name of this camp, And I think if I did, I wouldn't be able to pronounce it correctly because of my Southern accent. But this camp brings families to a location and they teach them about compliance and what lymphedema is. And I know that in that episode, she had recommended to me, hey, you should reach out to Brittany Williams. She just recently started this nonprofit. And that is where you and I kind of first were introduced or the idea of working with someone here in the U.S. kind of came about. And so I want to talk about how Camp Watch Me and Bryland's Feet operate, because sometimes people are kind of confused. Are you Camp Watch Me? Are you Bryland's Feet? Is Betty Brittany? Is Brittany Betty? Who are you two people and what are you doing? I mean, sometimes I feel like at this point, you and I are each other. So I I respond to Betty or Brittany. At this point, yes. Um, so basically Bryland Sweet Foundation is the nonprofit and Camp Watch Me is our event that we host. So they are together. It's just Camp Watch Me is our event. Um, and Perfect. yes, and Camp Watch Me basically embodies everything that Bryland Sweet Foundation is about creating community, creating education um, providing treatment. It's all of those things in an in-person experience with all of the fun quintessential summer camp activities rolled into it. So it's just kind of another outlet for us to provide resources to families that want that in-person 
aspect. Yeah. And I would like to add in there, if this is someone's first time learning about Camp Watch Me, that every family who comes, so every kid, I should say, every kid who comes, we ask them to bring an adult. So at least one adult comes with them so that the kid gets to have the summer camp experience and that kid gets to have education so that they can learn about lymphedema and be able to advocate for themselves and speak up when someone asks them, hey, what's that thing on your arm for? Or why are you wearing that big bulky thing that looks like a cast on your leg? Is your leg broken? And they'll be able to speak up for themselves. But also the families get education. The families get support. And the families get just like that moment to see their kids, their parents get to see those kids be a kid, play on the playground, run and do a horseback riding and all these fun things that you're talking about. And then as a CLT, what I love to talk about too, is that we invite therapists who are certified lymphedema therapists, but they may or may not have ever had pediatric experience. They may or not, may not have seen a kid in their clinic, but we do orientation. We meet with them beforehand. We give them the kiddos information and background. And so really we open it up to parents, to children, to lymphedema volunteers, to lymphedema advocates, patient advocates. And then we even have reps and sponsors and people on site that bring that um, product side of things to light. So that is Camp Watch Me in a nutshell. Um, It's really fun. And I think we're going to talk a lot about how much fun we have. Um, And we're going to talk session by session, a couple of things. Um, So first, Brittany, start. Do you have any highlights from session one this summer that you want to talk about? I think one of the things that stood out from session one as a whole is so everyone that comes to session one are first time families, first time participants in camp watch me. So this is a new experience for them. I was pretty blown away by basically every family had not had proper treatment or didn't know about like the very basic steps of proper management. Um, And some of these families were actively seeing therapists or actively seeing, you know, their specialists or their doctors. So it was really interesting to me that it took camp watch me for them to get those um, proper protocols in place and to really get a better understanding of the best way to help their child. Um, Usually we have families come in that know something or at least have the basics down. Um, So it was really interesting to see that from so many of the families in session one. Um, and it also, you know, opened up our eyes to understanding that these families are from all over. We had two families from Canada and hearing about their struggles and what's happening in their region. Um, it's just always fun because I feel like as much as the families learn from us, we also learn from them. Yeah, 100% that we learn as much from them as they learn from us because we're you and I in our efforts with Brylan's feet and especially in camp watch me, we are always trying to make the experience. The word whole is like the only thing that's kind of coming to mind is like, we want it to be 
maybe holistic or we want it to be, you know, not cookie cutter. So we try to think about their experiences. You know, is this a kid who, who has been in constant treatment with a therapist and they know everything in the book and they're really just coming for community and tips and tricks? Or is this a kid who mom has been trying to self-manage at home since birth, having a really hard time with diagnosis, even, you know, may not even have a proper diagnosis based on lack of resources in their area. We want it to be an experience that everyone can learn from and grow from. So I think every time we meet a family, we kind of think about them first, or even when we are taking in applications, we kind of think, okay, how will this benefit that particular family that we just had the application for? And I think we do a really good job of trying to consider those variables instead of just being like, this is cookie cutter. This is what we do. Knock it out. We really try to take time and implement those things and make it special for those different families. Because cookie cutter doesn't really work in lymphedema treatment at all, actually. It sure doesn't. Um, So I have been scrolling through some pictures here. Um trying to find some of the points that I want to talk about. One of my favorite things from the camp was taking the first time group horseback riding, because I think it's always fun to see these kids. One about a around like a gentle giant. These horses are big. They're not little pony rides that people might be used to. This is like a legit horse that's about to go through a trail. Um, and I think it was just really fun to kind of see some of these kids just light up and be really excited for that opportunity because it can be somewhat concerning to have lymphedema and do an activity that you've never done before. And while there's not anything specifically dangerous about a horse, um, if you have lower extremity lymphedema and say you're worried about your legs swelling while you're sitting on a saddle and you don't really know if it's safe or you should or you shouldn't do it. Well, when these kids were out there horseback riding, one, no one had any problems after, but two, they have their therapist there with them. And so the therapist can adjust their garments. They can help them adjust their clothing. They have their parents with them. And it's just a moment where the kid gains an opportunity to feel independent in a way that they haven't before in those types of activities and environments. This summer was the first summer that we overlapped sessions. So let's talk a little bit about what we feel was accomplished by overlapping other than me and you losing our actual minds, because that was a lot of work. (laughs) Yes, that was a lot. I think we learned a lot of the do's and don'ts for overlapping. So it was a learning experience, you know, that we can now figure out for the years to come if we ever have to overlap again hopefully we have a better system in place because it was a little crazy but it worked and I think it was only you and I that knew that we were running ragged and things were chaotic but everyone else was just moving right along and you know the sessions were all continuing the activities were all continuing Um, the camp was fine we were just a little bit tired at the end of it as we usually are because it's just it's a lot of work and it's every single day there. It's nonstop from 7 a.m. to 7 p.m. Um, but so, you know, overlap, it was cool to see the kids who've been to camp before 
come alongside and meet the kids who hadn't. Um, and that's one of the things that was really enticing and exciting about the opportunity to have um, a full day or two of overlap between the campers. And we'll kind of explain in a minute how session two, how it was structured differently than our first time families coming to camp. But I always like to tell people, imagine as a parent going to a playground and you're talking about allergies. Oh, my kid's allergic to dairy. Oh, my kid is allergic to peanuts. And my kid is allergic to cats. You know, people have allergies. Those are all pretty common. You can kind of relate to that. But then when you say, oh, well, my child has lymphedema, everyone just kind of looks at you and is like, what? Or is that contagious? Or are they okay? Um, and so when we when we connect those families in their session, it's really powerful to see them meet a parent who understands what they're going through. Um, and I know, Brittany, you can actually speak to that from being at camp last summer and how you you talk to parents all the time who feel really alone. And you're like, yeah, I know exactly what you're going through. And, and when you meet those parents who understand you, it's like, oh, these are my people. Like, this is where I can talk about things like frustrations with garments, frustrations with activities, frustration with cellulitis infections, frustration with clothes and shoes not fitting. So session one is cool because the parents get to meet each other. The kids get to meet each other. But that overlap to me was like so worth us running ragged and like bouncing between groups because when we had that movie night and the kids got to see each other. And then we had that happy hour night where like parents came in um, and they got to hang out and meet and talk. It just grew their number of people who understand them and get what they're going through by a hundred percent. I mean, they literally doubled their number. And I think that was really cool. I mean, part of what we're trying to create is community and we've done that. And so now to have more exposure to more parents and more kids and hear about their triumphs and their struggles and, you know, for parents to basically validate what one of them is feeling is huge. It's, it helps us as parents with a child with a rare condition to keep going, to say, okay, you know, we had this struggle as well, but you kept going, you found results, you tried this option. It just pushes us and helps I mean, basically to light a fire when we're in those down spiral modes to be like, okay, I'm not alone. I can keep pushing. I can do this. Um, and the really cool thing is that a lot of these parents keep in contact even after they leave camp. Yeah. Um, and it's just created another basic, basically a support re resource for them. Um, so the cool thing about Camp Watch Me is the support and the assistance doesn't stop just when your camp session ends. It continues the entire year and then you get to reconvene the following year and see each other again in person. So it's, like I said, just created this really beautiful community for them, which is 100% needed and was always a dream of mine because like you said, I was in their position. I remember feeling alone. I remember feeling defeated and helpless. Um, so it's just a really cool aspect of camp. 
So we talked about how session one are all first time families, kids who have never been to camp. Most of them are kids that we didn't even know. Um, they weren't necessarily BFF recipients or anyone that we had been co in contact with before. The second session group, we knew all of them because this was our first summer. Not, not just to have two sessions because we did it back in 2021 to make up for the summer's group during COVID, which I know we are still in COVID. So it's weird to say it like that, but the 2020 year didn't happen. So we brought them back in 2021 and just had 2020 and 2021 camp all in the same week. But this summer we had two groups and all of our second session were alumni campers who had been to camp at least one time before. And maybe you can talk a little bit more about this too and <clears throat> give your perspective. But one, it means so much to me as the founder for Camp Watch Me that parents and kids find value in what we're providing, value enough that they want to take time out of their summer to come and participate. And it's not just a, yeah, that was a fun one-time thing. We may or may not ever go back, but it was definite when they left camp, summer 2021, where's the next one and how soon can we sign up? And then to see that actually happen when we opened camp, um, I remember crying um, because when we opened registration for these two sessions in November, it's like 20 minutes, 45 minutes or something. And all the spots were full for both sessions. And it's, it talk about validating. It's validating that the work we're doing is so important and meaningful to these families and not, and not just a one time that was cool. I may not ever go again thing, but it's a, I want to go and be there thing. So camp two was all about alumni. Um, can you share about how session two was structured different differently from session one this summer? Yes. So basically, as you mentioned, we always want to adapt and create a beneficial resource for each family. So because these families had already been through our initial program of learning all of the basics, we wanted to incorporate basically advanced courses or um, education sessions um, for them because they've already done the basics. Now they need something new and fresh. Um, so they got that in this second session. Um, the kids got to take a little bit more control of their treatment, which was really cool to see. Um, so many of the kids feel frustrated in the fact that it's their parents always taking care of them. It's their parents always, you know, bandaging them at night or helping them with their garments. They want to be able to take a little bit of control back um, when it comes to their bodies and their treatment. And so one of my favorite education sessions from session two was self-bandaging. And it was really fun to see the kids all sit there and bandage themselves. And they all actually all did a fantastic job. Like I was super impressed. I think some of them may have even done better jobs than their parents. <laughs> like they did such a good job. Um, they were into it. They were happy. They were proud of themselves. 
it just helped to further along, I think, their confidence in what they're doing. And it was just a huge moment that I think we initially thought of that when we were building this, the program for session two, but we didn't really understand how much of an impact that would be um, for those kids. And so that was just an amazing thing to see. Um, and in, in general, I think everything in session two was just a little like the next step up. Um, and it was just perfect and amazing. And I think it was exactly what that group of kids and their parents needed. 100% because repeating the same thing from the summer before wouldn't have had the same impact. It probably would have been a little bit boring, but switching gears and giving them a little bit more responsibility now that they had those basics down. Um, I think it made a huge impact. And I know that we've even heard some stories um, from some of the families who said, you know, since camp, they've bandaged themselves every night since camp, or they've really taken a independent or like more responsible role in some of their self MLD and things like that, because those are some of the sessions that we did is that we really tried to give them those skills. So self-bandaging, self-MLD, skincare. Um, as a CLT, I was really happy when we um, knew we were going to have Shelly joining us to be able to go over genital lymphedema. And while that's not like a hot topic that parents, one, want to talk about or think about with their kiddos, but as a CLT, I think we've done a pretty big disservice to our patients, even the adult population with kind of skipping that area. So like if they're a lower extremity patient, we work your legs, we work your belly, but it has to pass anatomically through the genital region. Um, and that's important, I think, to address. And I like that we had Shelly there to do it. I like that some of our parents and our kids were proactive in taking that course. Uh, we didn't, it wasn't a course offered to everyone. It was a, this is when it's being held for the girls. This is when it's being held later for the boys. We divided them so that they were comfortable. Um, and we allowed them to go if they were interested. It wasn't anything anyone had to go to. And like, it's like that awkward sex ed class you have to sit through and everyone has to go to it. It was by choice. But I think what they've probably learned from that is there's just things we have to be aware of. And as they're getting older, it may not be fun stuff to talk about, but they have a reliable resource through BFF, through Camp Watch Me, and through the volunteers that they met to be able to walk them through those paths. Because much like we're giving validation to the parents, we want to provide that validation and resource to the kids that what you're going through, other people have gone through it too. You're not the only one who's experiencing this thing that feels probably embarrassing and probably really difficult to talk about. So I'll take it to the weird place. It's kind of my specialty is that one of my favorite things from session two was going over the genital lymphedema. And we actually gave that course to parents. So while it was um, optional for the kids to go to, we had a session for the parents that they had, to, they didn't have to go to, but every parent was in that session. Um, and they learned MLD for it. 
um, Shelly calls it pelvic floor yoga, where it's kind of like exercises, stretching and strengthening for the pelvic floor. And then um, bandaging options and nighttime garmenting options to help with that. And even families in the first session who weren't technically in that group, they were able to meet with Shelly and get advice. I know that my camper, we had a night where she came in and assessed my camper and we did a trial with her that night on how to give her some compression because there's a visible difference um, from the side that's affected and the side of her body that's not affected. And mom was like, I just thought that was always going to be that way, but it could turn into a problem if not addressed. So things like that to me um, kind of make the difference bringing up those hard topics, but in like a safe environment. So there's probably enough of me talking about genital lymphedema and genital lymphedema education, but I talk about the weird stuff. Um, something that's not weird, I'll take it to a normal level, is that at camp, we have amazing sponsors. So we have really good sponsors who provide bandaging supplies for those courses, the classes we have, like on self-bandaging. Um, we have sponsors who come through and they provide compression garments for our kids. They get fitted at camp and then they receive them afterwards. But if they need, they can hold off a little bit and get fitted after they've made some progress. If they're a kiddo that needs to have a phase one completed first, I'm just going to name them off. We had Lymphopress who came through with pumps. We have a, we had Alexa Ercolano at camp who was one of their reps. Um, she's actually in marketing and she came and joined us for camp. Juzo USA, they were a huge sponsor. They were also a sponsor in the year before. Wear Ease, Jopst. Jopst is a champion for Camp Watch Me and for BFF. They've been um, there with you in BFF since the very beginning. LNR, Limp Bed, Close Training. Um, having Gunter at camp this summer, was amazing. I know that every single therapist who was there was like, is that Gunter? Is that Gunter close? And every single time I just would be like, heck yes, it is. Can you believe <laughs> it? Cause I can't, I can't. And uh, I don't think either one of us could believe it. It was, it was like a, such a special moment to have him there. And the parents were happy to have him there. He took such good care of all the kids, spent time with each one of the families he really went above and beyond, and it was just such a treat to have him there. If there's any kids listening right now, I need the parents to plug their ears because Gunter being at camp is like if Santa Claus was actually real. But Gunter was real, and he was there at camp, and he just was like handing out gifts of knowledge left and right and helping all of us and just really, really sweet. I actually sent him a text the other day. And I opened it with, hi, Grandpa Gunter. And I was like, don't worry. I won't call you this in public, I promise. <laughs> but I feel like he became everyone's grandpa at camp. It was just the sweetest. It was amazing. Um, so some more of our really good sponsors, some more of our sponsors from camp last summer. We have Arizona Vascular, Absolute Medical, Pure Medical, and Eros Medical. So we really try to cover all the tools in the toolbox that anyone could ever need. We have companies who provide bandaging supplies and information. We have companies who provide compression garments, whether that's a custom garment or a Velcro 
alternative garment, education companies, DME companies, nighttime compression companies. I mean, we literally do, we do not discriminate on anyone coming to camp and providing their services, their education, their resources, their information to the campers and their families. Because at the end of the day, that's all that matters is that the parents and the kids get the information that they need so that the kids can get the products that they need and live and lead happy, healthy lives. And all of those sponsors, I'm going to tell you right now, are my favorites. They knock it out of the park every time. And they really have caught on and bought into it's above ourselves. We have to all come together and make it work for these kids because there's not an in my opinion, there's not enough people out there fighting for these kids to get education and resources. Absolutely. Pediatric lymphedema is placed in the shadows in the lymphedema community. Everything is so focused on adult patients or secondary lymphedema. We're not giving these kids the appropriate chance at fighting and we're not giving them the chance at access to treatment. Um, so it's really cool to see all these sponsors come together, work with BFF, provide information and supplies and education for the betterment of this community and this population. It's not about competition and, you know, who's the best or who's the most, um, acknowledged sponsor. It's just about doing the right thing and giving these kids an opportunity to fight their disease. Yeah. And bringing awareness, that's, that's something that you and I are super focused on. Um, which leads me to my point of letting you guys who are listening know that this fall, me and Brittany and some of our vo- uh, volunteer advocates, we're going to be out and about um, September and October. So I think the first event that we have starts in September. So on September 24th, I will actually be in Chicago um, and I will have a booth at the Midwest Lymphedema Symposium. Um, You can register now. Um, You can go through absolutemedical.com if you want to come out and see me. It's um, a symposium for clinicians. And then I think the next one is October 1st. We are going to have um, advocates um, supporting us and having a booth at the Boston Symposium. It is in Newport, Rhode Island, and it's the Boston Lymphatic Symposium. And this one's going to have a pretty good push on pediatric lymphedema. Um, We will have two of our advocates there for one for Camp Watch Me, one for Bryland's Feet Foundation, and then one of our parents who attended camp this summer um, will be participating in the presentation for the Boston Lymphatic Symposium. So if you're interested, you're in the area and you want to sign up, you can register I'll try to link that here in the show notes so you can go and check that out. Then not very long after, we will actually have a booth at the Women's Health Boutique event in Houston, Texas. And so if you're in Houston and you um, are a therapist or you're a patient, 
and you want to learn more about Women's Health Boutique and that DME there that services that area, um, you can go there and you can meet Amber Praley. She will be doing our booth for us and providing information on BFF and Pediatric Lymphedema Alliance as well. So for me, if you want to come hang out with me and see me, then in October, or so continuing in October, um, I will be in Meridian, Connecticut. And it's going to be on the 20th. And it's going to be at Hartford Healthcare Health Center. And it is the Connecticut Consortium of Lymphedema Providers. And I believe Linda Hodgkins will be putting out this information. It's co-hosted by LNR. And so LNR will be there presenting as well. And I'm going to come and talk to the therapist about just kind of how Camp Watch Me came about and how we're making a lifelong impact in these lives of these kids and their parents. And then if you didn't get enough of me in Connecticut and you want to follow me to Georgia, I'll be in Atlanta, Georgia that Saturday at the Lighthouse Lymphedema Seminar. And that event is also going to have a pretty heavy pediatric lymphedema um, presence. I know that Dr. Dory is also going to be there talking about pediatric lymphedema. And then myself will be talking about it. And we will have some members from the like Atlanta area who are patients and advocates who have grown up with lymphedema to kind of share their story as well. So heavy push, I think, in the pediatric lymphedema side of things. Um, right now, I think it's something that people are really talking about, and that's a good thing because it's it's important. Do you have anything at the end of October coming up, or is that event on the 21st or 22nd, the last one? That's the last one. Okay. I thought so. So if anyone wants to come hang out with us, we've got an option in Chicago. You can go hang out at our booth in Boston, early October, Houston in early October, Connecticut, and Georgia. We have a busy, busy fall coming up. Most importantly, Brittany, we have the Love for Lymphedema fundraiser coming up. Yes. So we have our biggest fundraiser of the year coming up. Um, it is called Love for Lymphedema, and we're super excited about it. As we continue to grow, we are needing more and more support. So if interested, you can go to brylandsuite.org slash love for lymphedema and get more information. It is a team versus team challenge. As Betty mentioned, she has a team. Um, my daughter Brylan will have a team. We have several teams that have been set up from previous campers, um, some sponsors. Um, everyone is able to get involved because it's a completely virtual event. And then on the, so you can do the fundraiser anytime between September 1st and September 29th. On the 29th, we will end the fundraiser with our program premiere, which um, will be streamed from the fundraiser website. And we're going to be talking about all things BFF, what we've been up to in 2022, um, do a recap on camp. We'll have some uh, testimonials from our recipients and 
we will also be sharing the dates for Camp Watch Me 2023, which is very exciting. Um, just a bunch of good information. Uh, the fundraiser does have a grand prize for the winning team's captain, oh, um, yeah. which is, yes, which is an option of two different luxury getaways. And then for everyone that donates, um, $50 or more, you're entered into raffle prizes for some really good stuff. There's a new Apple Watch, the iPad Air is on there. So just depending on what increments are donated, you automatically get um, submitted into the raffle. So it's just a fun way for us to do some competitive team versus team challenge push our community, spread awareness, and obviously create some funding for pushing our efforts forward and pushing our mission statement forward. I know we're, we've talked about camp, but we're going to premiere our Camp Watch Me video in the, the fundraiser premiere, as well as talk about a new addition coming to Camp Watch Me in 2023. So we have some new announcements, some fun things coming up that we're saving to push and like share with everyone then. Um, I think the last thing, Brittany, I want to really say we started our online education um, continuing ed class um, in June. So camp happened and in the same month, we launched our Pediatric Lymphedema Alliance Fundamentals of CDT for Pediatric Lymphedema. And so I just want to remind everyone that if you're interested in taking an online course, it's eight hours. It is myself and Dr. Elise Cantu, who is a lymphedema therapist in the Metroplex in Texas. And we did a course for parents, for medical professionals, for CLTs, for anyone who is interested in learning about pediatric lymphedema you can go to our website, it's pediatriclymphedema.com and you can follow the links through there for the play course and you will get those fundamentals. And if you're a parent listening to this and you've ever had questions about bandaging, about skincare, uh, garmenting, if your baby, you know, if you have a child who has lymphedema and they're a baby and you're still in that phase of how long do I keep them in bandages? How long do I keep them out of bandages? What is a safe, you know, time for them to develop those sensory and those gross motor skills? We talk about all of that and you have replay for a year. You have access to it um, and you can share it with your daycare. You can share it with your grandparents or their grandparents so that if someone else needs to learn how to care for your child, this is a very basic way for them to learn about it. It's an eight hour course. Um, I think of it like I was getting ready to hire a babysitter here. She's 16. She's never really babysat before. And I was like, hey, I will send you to a babysitting class that provides CPR training and I'll pay for it. So I would do the same thing if I had a kid with lymphedema. I would say, hey, daycare, this is how you learn about how to take care of them. This is how you manage their swelling, how you manage their garments then they can go back and replay it when they need it, as they need it. Um, so again, website is pediatriclymphedema.com and they can go and sign up to take the course and learn and share and then hopefully take from it a lot of really good information. 
All right, Brittany, um, do you have any encouragement or wisdom that you want to leave with the podcast community? Maybe if there's a parent listening today who's never been to Camp Watch Me, what would you say to them? Do what you can to get to Camp Watch Me. It is an absolutely amazing experience. Even if you think you're in a network where you know all there is to know about treatment, you're managing your child really well. Um, or even if you're just starting out in your lymphedema journey, it's just such a powerful and amazing place to be, um, and to have that support system. And we have yet to come across a family that has come to camp and not learned something. And we've had some families that are in, that have really good supportive, um, clinicians and a healthcare system that works well with them. And they come to camp and they're like, wow, we we didn't know as much as we thought we did. Um, so if you're listening and you're looking for a great resource for your child to meet another child with lymphedema, for you to have um, support and encouragement and validation, Camp Watch Me is the perfect place to do that. Um, it's just become a really amazing hands-on experience your children will get the treatment that they need while having the quintessential summer camp experience. It's just, it's everything. It's amazing. And like I said, if, if you want, um, registration does open up on November 1st, um, through our website, brylandspeed.org slash camp watch me. Um, as Betty said last year, we, when we opened up registration, it was pretty chaotic. We filled up within the first 45 minutes. So make sure to set your alarms and be ready to sign up. Mother Teresa says loneliness and the feeling of being unwanted is the most terrible poverty. This podcast is here for you to find friendship and a community for your journey with lymphedema. I hope you enjoyed learning more about Camp Watch Me. Email me with your story if you would like to share lymphedema podcast at gmail.com or visit the website lymphedemapodcast.com to submit a topic for another episode. Please remember the website has a full directory of every episode that you can search by topic.